0: Hi love and welcome to Unfuck Your Life, the show for ambitious females who want more in their careers, relationships, and lifestyle, and who aren't afraid to claim it. My name is Laura Hurd and I'm your go-to mentor for all things, self-mastery, self-healing, advanced manifestation, and creating your ultimate dream life. I am a mindset expert, master success coach, leadership mentor, and the living proof that anything your heart desires is possible for you. I'm absolutely obsessed with helping powerful women just like you to manifest and co-create anything they desire in their lives. So if you're ready to massively up-level your being your confidence, your connections, productivity, and success, then keep on listening. This podcast is your weekly dose of self-growth and mindset mastery to help you step into your fullest potential. I'm here to provide you with the insights, the tools, strategies, and guidance you need to become the most aligned, powerful version of yourself. So if you're committed to create success and fulfillment on your own terms, then let's get started. And make sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a beat. Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode on Unfuck Your Life, the show for ambitious women who are ready to calibrate to their next level. So today's guest is a sister friend of mine who recently decided to leave her life in New York City behind and move to Bali, which... If you guys hold me for a long time, you know, I did that as well, like five years or so ago for the very first time and it changed my life in countless ways. I know it will change her life as well. And what is most incredible is that she's currently with me here in my volleyball, We just met like for the very first time in real life, like an hour ago or so. And we've been messaging for months and months on Instagram and now she's finally here. So Julia, welcome to Unpack Your Life. It's so good to have you. Thank you so much, Laura. I am so
1: excited to be here and really just help support everyone listening and talk more about Bali, our journeys, and everything in between.
0: Cool. I'm so so excited. So for everyone who doesn't know Julia yet, she's I she's a multi six figure digital nomad, CEO, spiritual business strategist and she is, as I said, currently living here in Bali. Her spiritual journey began in 2020 when she was 25,000 US dollars in debt and just discovered the law of attraction. She then began building her personal brand on social media around all things mindset and manifestation. And within just a few months, she had built a global community. And fast forward a couple of years later, she served over 400 women worldwide through her programs. She is continuing to now support Women Daily in creating the lives and businesses of their dreams through her online education program, the Conscious Creator Academy. And so today we want to talk about manifesting your dream life, about building your own business, because this is something we both did for ourselves in the past. And I would love to get started with how old were you when you decided to get into entrepreneurship? And how did all that play out for you tell us more about your journey yeah so I always say that like
1: I was an entrepreneur from the womb because (laughs) I was like the friend when I was like eight years old when my friends would come over I'd be like let's have a lemonade stand like let's I was always the one who got the prizes when you sold the most things in school from like the Christmas catalogs so I had always been entrepreneurial and then in 2020 was when I had paid off all my debt. And the way that I did that was by mixing together mindset and entrepreneurship, which is exactly what I teach now. So it's something that has really always been a part of my life and a part of my journey. So I actually resold my clothes on this US app called Poshmark. And it's where you can sell old clothes. There's like a big vintage market there. It's gotten so much bigger since when I was doing it. But I just was like, how can I make money? Like, I just need to pay off this debt because it was really had this negative energetic weight over me. I had wanted to move to New York City. And I was like, I can't move there until I can afford to live there. Mm. And I can't afford to live there until I'm debt free because that just doesn't really make sense. So I kind of just figured it out. And I think that's what entrepreneurship is. And then later down the line is when I got into coaching, which I'm sure we'll dive into
0: later. That is right. So I'm curious, where did you live before that, then before you moved to New York? Because I don't even know that. Yeah, so I grew up in Long Island. So that's
1: about 45 minutes outside of New York City. It's just like a suburb. Mm -hmm. And New York City is like where I would go out with friends or like go out for dinner. So we were just, it was always kind of like, I knew I wanted to live there since I was young and once I had graduated college which was December of 2019 was when I wanted to move to the city but I got this bill in the mail saying that I owed $25,000 so I felt that my dreams were crushed and I was like I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get this paid off to still fulfill upon my dream and this is something that I talk a lot about because you shouldn't Sacrifice your dreams when things stand in the way,
0: right? Mm. We have
1: to persevere and we have to really ask ourselves, what is this trying to teach me? What is the lesson? So I never, at first, right, it was an instant reaction. I was very reactive, like, oh, you know, everything sucks. My life is crushed. I can't Mm. do the things I want to do. And the more I sat with it and the more I slept on it and I connected to my spirituality, which this was the very, very beginning stages. I had only started my spiritual journey in like summer of 2019. Mm -hmm. So it was very, very fresh and new. But I was like, how can I make this happen? And I started to get creative. And that is when I really realized the importance of mixing together your mindset plus taking inspired actions to
0: achieve the things you want to achieve. I love that so much, and obviously I'm curious, what exactly did you do to become debt-free and then eventually realize your dream to move to New York? Yeah, so to become debt-free was paying, or rather
1: selling my clothes on Poshmark to pay off my debt. So I just sold my old clothes. I actually have this picture, which we can find on my Instagram somewhere, but um it was during the pandemic so donation centers were closed right and everyone had free time so they were cleaning out their closets so I would make postings on this app called Nextdoor do you know it? No. So it's like Facebook marketplace Um, but it's just like local and what I would do is I would make these postings and I would be like hi I know the donation centers are closed I'll take your old clothes and I'll sort through them I'll try to sell them and then whatever I can't sell I'll donate for you when the donation centers open because people just had these big bags of junk in their house. Mm. So I would offer to go drive and pick them up, sort through them and sell the old clothes so I could have inventory for my Poshmark store. So that's what I did on the weekends while I was working a full-time job, nine to five, as a financial advisor. On Wall Street. So at that point, I wasn't certified. So I was like studying to take these exams. So I was studying to become a licensed financial advisor. I had to take like four really big exams. So I was studying, I was working during the day at the full time job. And then on the weekends, I was selling my clothes on Poshmark. (laughs) So I was doing all of these things. And then it's so interesting because this is when I discovered manifestation, money mindset, the power of all of that. And I would just receive this like random money like I would receive random checks in the mail I would get random opportunities to make money like you know when things are opening up a little bit more I would get these text messages like oh can you babysit it's like $100 here $200 here yeah. so I would just get these random uh, unexpected opportunities to be able to pay off my debt and that's what I mean when you connect the spiritual with actually taking action you're always rewarded. This is so
0: beautiful to hear and honestly, blows my mind. I'm like, girl, you go. So you had started on your spiritual journey. Um, what did the beginning stages look like for you when you embarked on that journey? Meaning, what did you do to manifest? Like, what did that look like for you in practice? Um, most importantly, what did you embody energetically? Because you said suddenly those things started popping up. So clearly there was an energetic mental shift. Um, of you just like becoming more powerful and you really seeing that vision seeing that it's possible for you and it just becoming very resourceful instead of just giving up and being like oh well poor me Uh, I have to bury my dreams now so what did you do like what were some of the things you can remember doing to become more magnetic to these incredible opportunities to receive money out of seemingly nowhere yeah I would say it was mostly an embodiment
1: practice and Mm -hmm. at this point point in time like 2020 I was not this aware to call it that Mm -hmm. so for you if you're listening and you're like what the heck does that mean I hear you because it's probably the first this is probably the first time I've ever said that and it's three years later so essentially I just focus so much on rising above my current mindset so for example right if we looked at the logic I was in debt I didn't have any money I was in a negative if you look at it like that but I never spoke like that. I never Mm -hmm. thought of myself like that. So like, if my friends would ask me to go out to dinner, I would never say like, I don't have any money. I would just be like, that's not a priority for me right now. Mm -hmm. Or if it was cool, 50, a hundred dollars to go a night out with my girlfriends. Like, yeah, I'll do that if it feels aligned. Mm -hmm. So it's so important the way that you view yourself and you talk about yourself, because even when I was in debt, You know, I was never telling people, oh, I'm in debt. I can't do that. It was just like, is this a priority for me? Yes or no? Mm -hmm. Sometimes yes, but most of the time, no. And I had to really let go of a lot of things that I was doing to welcome in the things that I wanted. And that was a big shift for me. And I think that we all have a lot of ego sometimes that it's really difficult to say that to your friends. No, I can't go out to dinner or no, I don't want to go out to dinner. But the reality is you have to be willing to do something you've never done to get something you've never had.
0: I love it so much. And I love the part where you said, like, I'm not saying I can't do it. I'm saying it's not a priority, like seeing it like that. Because I think a lot of people, when they... Quote unquote to sacrifice to succeed in any aspect. Like even as an entrepreneur, like we have to sacrifice like a, like some amount of time in order to get our business up and running. Right, like that's just what it is. And instead of saying, Oh, I don't have the time to go out. I don't have the time to do this and that. It, it can just be as simple as it's not as important for me right now to do this thing, like socialize, whatever it is. Right, go on this trip. Um, But rather it is a priority to invest into my business and my future. And I think this is a really beautiful way of saying it. It's like I prioritize, I choose to prioritize it, not I have to, not poor me, like no victim mindset, but just you being like, no, I'm saying this from an empowered place of choosing this and committing to this and devoting myself to it rather than dreading myself to do it. And so I really like the energy behind that too, because the energy behind I prioritize this and I choose this over, oh, I have to do this, poor me. Like, such a different energy. And I also really love how you said um, that you watched your words, that you were, like, really careful of how do I speak to others and also how do I speak to myself? How do I see myself now? Do I see myself as this person who has debt or do I see myself as this person who's working on getting out of debt and creating this incredible life? Like, there's a huge shift in self-talk, self-image, and use of words, which I really, really love that. And um, was there any other ways in which manifestation played a role in creating this life that you play now? Is there um, anything else where you utilize subconsciously or consciously um, the power of manifestation, especially embodied manifestation, because as you said, it's an embodiment practice in order to get the results that you have in your life now? And also, what would you say to... Um, aspiring newbie female entrepreneurs who are wanting to take a more spiritual approach to their careers and their business because the old approach of just like hustling and doing things in a certain strategic way doesn't feel right for them yeah so I would say that was like step one of the journey Mm -hmm. and at
1: the end of that right I had paid off my debt and I kind of just was at this point of inflection where I said to myself if I could do that, imagine what else I could do, like $25,000 in six months. That's a lot of money, especially from someone who, in theory, is broke and has no money. So oh. it's like if I could accumulate that amount of money and to pay off that debt, I could totally build a business. I could totally be successful in any area of my life. So I always had this passion where I was like, I want to be my own boss. I want a life of freedom. I don't want to ask anyone for a day off. I wanted that entrepreneur life. Both my parents are entrepreneurs, so I knew it's something I always wanted, but I didn't really believe in myself. I was like, well, I don't know how to do these things. And I don't know, like, how am I going to, you know, accept payments and how am I going to be a coach and how, how, how? And then I realized that how is a very masculine question. Mm. And the true feminine approach to it is, well, if I can do that, I can do anything And I'll figure it out along the way. So getting started before you're ready. So I always had this deep down desire of building a community, having a strong personal brand. And at the time I thought that would play out as me being an influencer. So I went down the route of being an influencer and I grew my TikTok to over 150,000 people. I grew my Instagram to over 30,000 people. I have had like 15,000 people on my email list, like just a really massive community. And then I realized that I had spent so much time building this community. And I was like, why would I be like, Promoting other people's products and services mm. versus my own. Like, why am I gonna spend all this time connecting with people and nurturing and building community and I'm promoting cleaning products and beauty brands? I'm like, that's just not aligned with the mission.
0: Mm. And
1: I didn't know what the mission was, but the more I did it, I realized that I wasn't lit up making cocktails for a alcohol ad or making Mm. a beauty video. I didn't want to be a beauty skincare guru. And if you do, that's awesome. But through my experience of actually doing it, I realized that it wasn't my passion Mm. to be an influencer. My passion was to have influence to impact the world and make it a better place which is when I realized my passion for coaching and teaching, but not in your typical way. So I was always attracted to the online education space, like courses, digital products, Because that's what got me here. Like the very Mm -hmm. first course that I invested in was how to be a social media manager. Mm -hmm. And then I invested in a how to make a drop shipping store course. And then I invested in a real estate course. So it's like, I just thought it was so cool that you can literally learn anything that you want on the internet. And I was like, I want to be a part of this. Like these courses helped break me out of the matrix, which is my podcast which is like it broke me out of this like conditioned way of living Mm -hmm. because I saw that there was another way. So Mm -hmm. I want to provide that opportunity to people, which is where I realized the power of manifestation and business. Mm -hmm. Because when I first started, all my courses were manifestation and mindset and spiritual, which is so good and it's so amazing and it's so powerful. But I realized that that was just step one. Because I realized that I was teaching so many people how to manifest your dream life. But I realized that my dream life came from building my own business. I wouldn't be able to live this life if Mm. I didn't have my own business. (laughs) And that's why I added that other leg to my brand and I started to expand in that direction.
0: I really, really love that and it just shows that there's so many layers to manifestation, even like it's not just the okay, I'm fixing my mindset, I'm tapping into this new energy, but also, and this is what you just said, it's like the action taking part. Okay, so now that I've expanded my mindset, now that I've expanded my energy field, um worked on myself to see my self-worth now it actually like you, you know actually get to take action on that and like what are you going to do and for some people like entrepreneurial like the entrepreneurial journey the entrepreneurial path is not the way and like they don't even want to be entrepreneurs and you can still and I believe that you can still live your dream life like working in 9 to 5 but for those who do desire that freedom as you said to like not ask someone for a day off and travel the world whenever you want like for those um, I think it's really really important to take the action that gets you there and I think this is such an weirdly overlooked part of manifestation is like the law of action and actually doing the things not just thinking visualizing wishing feeling worthy you know thinking it's possible believing it's possible but more so like doing the things that take you there and I so agree on that because this has been my journey too like I started as an influencer I don't know if you know Um, but I did start as an influencer too and then eventually like um, people like ask for coaching I think this is very natural when you expand in a certain area life like people want to learn how you did it and I really really love that you build something and also that you mix this like the business approach and manifestation like the more spiritual approach Um, I think this is where the real magic happens like just from my own experience as well so um, why do you think is building a brand so important and how can you build a business and a brand in a feminine way because I know a lot of people are almost scared to like embark on this entrepreneurial journey because it requires work like yes you get to do things and you get to be consistent and you you want to do things you've never done before and as you said figure it out along the way and this is very brave and um, why do you think building a brand is the foundation for that plus how can you do it in a more feminine way
1: yeah so I think the first question new entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs think about is like what am I going to sell which is a natural question right because you need to sell something to have a business I always say a business is only a business if it makes sales or else you have a hobby so what I say in that front is like before you know what to sell you actually have to have people to sell it to so amen for example The route that I went down is exactly what I teach people. Start, grow, and monetize. Start, throw spaghetti at the wall. like Just take messy action and get started because nothing, no book, no course, no coach, nothing will prepare you for the journey Mm -hmm. that entrepreneurship really is. And that's why coaches and mentors are so important so that you can walk alongside with them when things come up, when you hit roadblocks, because and they will. it's not guaranteed. Like, it's just not a guaranteed path. And if you're looking for a guarantee, entrepreneurship is not for you. Like, there's always going to be bumps in the road. There's always going to be ups and downs. But when you have the right resources, people, things, courses, um, containers, groups, right? That's where you can lean in when you need support. So the reason why building a brand is so important is because you're creating this like personal IP, meaning if I wanna go sell dog treats tomorrow, I'll have people that stand behind me because people are bought into me and what I offer and my story and my mission. Like that's why I can post about a spider and get 50 story replies and conversations and hearts and all this stuff But I can also say, hey, I have this course and talk about courses. So when you have a personal brand, you actually connect person to person. And I think that this is what's missing in the online space is that Mm. people just get like all weird because it's like a digital. But really, it's just like I always say to my clients, like if you had a coffee shop and people were constantly passing on the street every single day. And then one day they choose to come in. What's the first thing you would do to them? You would say, Hi, how are you? Can I offer you a cup of coffee? Is it your first time you're here? Take a free cup of coffee. Why aren't people doing this in the online space? Mm. Because you're like, Oh, it's digital. But there's a person on the other end of the screen, there's Mm. a human who wants that connection. And the way that you build that connection is through personal brand is through being vulnerable, is about talking about the spider in my kitchen and talking about my new course and my clients winning and moving to Bali. Like I have built such a movement because I prioritize people and I prioritize the person versus the fancy stuff like what brand or what name or what this. I just ask myself, if I was sitting next to this person in my real life,
0: how would I act? And that's the way I choose to show up every day online. I love that so much. And I think it really summarizes what's important to build a personal brand is to be personal and to be a human being, be vulnerable, be open. Um, I always love to say to my clients too, like storytelling, like this is the number one way to get people to be invested into you, right? It's like when they know your story, like you just said, like people know your story, people feel like they know who you are because they do to like to a certain degree at least right even though they've never met you never given you a hug <laughs> and like this is really really powerful And i think this is why as you said like i think a lot of people are so afraid in the online space to like just be themselves and to show themselves and to be vulnerable because it's fucking scary there's yeah. lots and lots of people of course Wanting to judge, of course, wanting to project, of course, not wanting to see the best in you and get inspired, but rather just criticize, right? Because it's so much easier to criticize than to be like, oh, wow, like this is brave. Um, However, you got to trust yourself and have your own back and having a strong community that like, you know, the right people will always find you. I truly do believe that. And those who don't resonate with you, who don't want to support you, your mission, um it's fine like they will exist too and um i always think to myself like if you don't like it like you don't have to watch me you can just leave (laughs) like leave the room leave the space um and like being brave enough to also say that like if if i trigger you if you don't like me for whatever reason just like you can go like it's fine i'll not take it personally i promise because ultimately that person doesn't know you personally but the whole point of building a personal brand is to have that connection that A lot of people I know are lacking in real life, too, because when I started my online journey, like with my community, I did not have a lot of like minded people at that time. Like I didn't have a lot of like minded friends and some of my best friends I met through Instagram. Like, it's so funny how that works. So I really, really love how you describe the importance of having a brand and having a personal brand and um, what some of the things are to pay attention to when wanting to build one. And um, now you're obviously living this digital nomad life. You just mentioned to me before, you don't know how long you're gonna stay here. I mean, I'm hoping (laughs) that you're gonna stay here for a little bit at least. Um but technically you just like a couple of weeks or months ago decided to start your life once again from scratch, right? Not not necessarily like business-wise, but lifestyle-wise. And I can still remember what that was like for me in 2018. And I'm just curious what made you decide to leave this concrete jungle in New York behind to trade it for a real one, which like jungle, spiders, hello. Like you got all of that here and more. Uh, We just talked before about like the bugs and like the things you just have here as part of living in Bali. But like what made you decide? Like was there one thing? Was there multiple reasons? Um, I'm curious. Yeah, so... I always
1: wanted to do this life ever since I did study abroad in college. I lived in Italy for four months, and that's when I first understood that, like, people were doing this. Like, I didn't even know that people really did this kind of lifestyle. This was in 2019. So I would, like, see people there. They're like, oh, I just graduated college. Like, I'm just traveling the world or, like, I work abroad. And I was like, people do that. I was like, I had no idea. I was like, wait, I totally want to do that. And then I remember when I got home was actually like that journey really opened my eyes to so much because when I was there, I I always say like the universe gives you breadcrumbs. So mm. I got like a little breadcrumb of like, okay, well, other people are doing this. So like this is possible, but I wasn't aware enough to be like, I want to do that. Like I wasn't conscious enough. Mm. And then that summer, so I got home in May, that summer... Um, August of 2019 was when I discovered the law of attraction and manifestation. And then I was, um, it's crazy because I discovered it at my full-time job, being a financial advisor, like at this big bulge bracket bank.
0: What are the odds? So it was just
1: like such a, so much duality. And I I remember just being like, oh my God, when I got home, I felt so trapped. I was like, I just had the best experience of my life. And it literally gives me like a little tingle because I just remember it so much. Where I was like, I can never do that again. Right. It's like I hit that wall again the same way mm. when I was in debt. And I was like, felt like my dreams were crushed. And I was like, I can never do that again. Like, when am I ever going to get time off like that? Mm. So slowly I started thinking about it. And then I started seeing things on Instagram. Right. So more breadcrumbs. Right. Discover mm. manifestation start down the influencer route seeing people moving to bali and like all this stuff so when i um reconnected with my boyfriend because we knew each other before um but we weren't we were friends for like four years before we started dating oh my god i love that That's
0: yeah, so, questions yeah. <laughs>
1: <day>. <laughs> so we were friends for a while but when we reconnected we actually connected a lot about travel. So like Japan is like top bucket list for us, like where we want to go. So we had been talking about that. And I remember just being like, oh my God, I would love to like be a digital nomad one day. Like that sounds so fun, but I didn't have my own business. So once I quit my job, I prioritized travel and we were together at that time. So we were traveling together. And then he um, had been in the military. He just finished uh, January of this year. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So that kind of held us back from doing something longer term. Yeah. But we would travel like once a month. So then we had like a serious conversation. I was like, what about if we just like move to Bali or like move to Europe? Like we just do some sort of like digital nomad experience. And he's like, no way. And I was like, (laughs) that another moment. I'm like, oh, my God, my dreams are crushed. Like, another one of those moments. And that was, like, the first time we didn't agree on something. So it was, like, kind of difficult. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, fine. Then if we're staying in the States, we're getting a dog. So I was like, I I I have a win-win here. So I knew it was going to be one or the other. So I would have been happy. But in the back of my mind, like, I knew this desire was going to fulfill. I just didn't know when. Like, Mm. I just put it in the parking lot. The same way when I was in debt, I put New York City in the parking lot. Mm. The same way when... I had this idea when I was just at an internship still in college, put it in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. And I just let it manifest in the way that it was meant to. Mm -hmm. So that was like January of 2022. We had that conversation. And then I so vividly remember it was November of 2022. So his contract was coming to an end the following January, just a couple months later. Yeah and we're on the subway it's like the super crowded subway there's so many people it's just like a disgusting moment it was like so cold like people were being nasty we're like oh my god like get us off this subway and he just looks at me and he's like maybe we should just go live in bali and i was like what and i was like all right julia keep your cool don't don't make this a big deal because he might go back on his word i'm like let's just see what he's thinking what he's feeling so i'm like oh really what do you mean (laughs) and he's like i don't know like let's just look up the cost of living there and then he sees it's like a thousand to two thousand u.s dollars a month and he's like what like collectively in new york we were paying a bajillion times more than that like honestly so we're just like Oh my god. So now he's like going with it. He's like looking up villas and like all this stuff and I just kept running with it until we literally booked the tickets. And then we booked a one-way ticket and I was just like, "Oh my god, I didn't think you were serious." I was like, "I can't believe I don't know how you came around." And this is like the universe working its magic that I knew like deep down I was like, "Oh, this is going to fulfill." Like I know mm-hmm. this is going to happen. I just don't know when. And it was one of those moments, and I just trusted the divine timing because our leases were up in New York City um, May of 2023, so, like, this month right now. So no we were just, like, looking at apartments in New York City, and then we were looking at other places in the U.S., and just, like, nothing felt aligned, honestly. Hmm. Um, and then it just worked out perfectly. And, like, once he was on board, it was so, e- like, easy from there.
0: Yeah, I love that so much. And also just the fact that you, and this is, like, a very important part of manifestation. You just trust it. There was no attachment to how it needed to happen, when it needed to happen, but more so just okay, cool, like, I can relax, I can lay back, and I can trust that it is going to happen, maybe not whenever I want it, like, right now, Um, and not in the same way that he thought, but, like, it's so amazing how he then actually took the lead, and you could just lean back, and you could just be like, all right, you go look at houses, I love it. (laughs) So sexy when a man does that. Um, No, this is so amazing, and I think this just goes to show, too, like, whenever you are in this place of, like, I'm fine either way, I'm the Like I'll make it work regardless, like whether it's like getting a dog here or moving Mm -hmm. to Bali, like, like no matter what, I'll be fine. Like I'll be content. I'm satisfied. I'm abundant. Like it doesn't matter. Like the external circumstances are in like the um, the factor that determines how I feel and like how content and happy I feel and satisfied. Um, I really, really, really love that. So this is such a nice story. I just loved hearing that. Um, okay, my last um, question for you is, Julia, what's your top tip? And this is something I always ask my guests at the very end. What's your top tip to unpack your life? This can be anything from station, business, anything like completely unrelated to what we were chatting about before. But what is, what is the main thing that our listeners need to start integrating, acting on um, that you feel like has changed your life?
1: get out of your own way. Like anytime anything in my life has come to me, it's because I fully surrendered and I got out of my own way. I realized for so long in my life that I was holding myself back from the abundance And once you start to realize that the universe has your back, the universe wants you to be successful, wants you to be rich, wants you to live a beautiful life full of freedom and travel and whatever you want, that desire is a preview of what's to come because you would not have that dream if it wasn't meant for you. And I always use this example with my clients. Like I have no desire to become like a star basketball player. Like I have zero desire to do that. Because it's not meant for me. But Mm -hmm. I do have a desire to be a digital nomad and travel the world and grow my business because that's meant for me. And there's billion millions of people that don't have that desire. So understand that whatever you're feeling intuitively, or you have a dream or a desire or something that you're waiting to fulfill upon, just understand that this is a preview for Mm -hmm. you. This is the universe tapping on your shoulder saying, Hey. I'm sending you this sign because I want you to act on it. And the way you act on it is you unfuck your life. You stand out of your way. Yes. You literally remove yourself from any chaos or limitations because the only limitations that you have in your life are the
0: ones that you set for yourself in your own thinking. I love that so damn much. And I really think it's super important to remember that whenever you're like, well, but I have those limitations because of my parents mm-hmm. and because of this, because of that. Well, you continue to choose them though. Like maybe you didn't come up with them. Maybe yes, you have been programmed um, as you were a child, as you were younger and you couldn't really choose because you weren't as aware and conscious as you are now. But like now you you continue, if you still buy into those old beliefs and stories, like you continue to choose them. So how can you be at cost and be like, all right, cool. Like, yes, I have been choosing them because otherwise I could say, OK, no, like I'm going to release that. And so I love I love that you said, like, stop studying in your own way, because I think this is what in most applications that come through for my coaching to like people are like, when I have a question that says, like, um, what what stands between you and your dreams or your goals, something like that. And people are like, I think it's just me and my mindset. And yeah. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, this is usually, it is usually not the external circumstances. Like, yeah, sometimes they're not supportive, but we have the power to change them. And so I really, really love that. Like, be in charge. Like, sit in the driver's seat and stop like making excuses essentially, right? Because people are like, oh wait, I can't because X, Y, Z. Like, well, but what if you can because you become resourceful, which is exactly what you did when you started selling your clothes? paid off your debt and then just like kept manifesting from that state of well like I'm a co-creator I'm gonna make that shit happen right and so I really really love that that was so valuable and thank you for coming on today I also love that we did this first ever like for me it's a first um like an in-person episode so thank you everyone for listening and for tuning in um you can find all of Julia's links in the show notes as always and don't forget to write our podcast leave us a review and share it with your besties on your story so we can see that you're loving it tag the two of us and make sure to be subscribed so you get notified once the next episode goes live every single tuesday on itunes and spotify so i'm super super excited to connect again next tuesday and in the meantime thank you so much for listening and we'll speak to you very soon (laughs) bye